0: Thank God for computer technology and thank God for perseverance, you know, that you didn't give up and uh, you didn't give up on getting this word from God. I know this is going to be good. Um, I was just saying when I was when I thought I was live and I wasn't yet live. My wife asked me last week, you know, why don't you just jump right into it, into the message? And I was saying, well, I like to give people some time to get connected. And then sure enough, I had a connection problem myself. Well, before we get into the Word of God, I would like to take this opportunity to say hello to you, just in case you are visiting with us and this is your very first time at one of our services. Obviously, we're not in a building. We are relying upon these wonderful uh, technologies to be able to connect with you. And from my wife and I, from our house to your house, we just wanna say hello to you and thank you for visiting with us. We'd love to have you join us for a worship service at Berks Elementary School on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. It'll be our honor. So as you guys are jumping online, please let us know in the comments that you are connecting. My apologies for whatever reason, uh, the the program didn't open that we used to to stream this live service. So I will give you guys a couple of moments to, to uh, to, to dial in and get connected all right so uh this is going to be an amazing service tonight so don't be stingy share it with somebody the way you do that is right there on facebook you you can click share Uh, you could start a watch party but one of the easiest things to do is just click share and all your friends and, and and family members on facebook can connect to it uh hello everybody watching on youtube uh, you know, it's become like one of my favorite ways to uh, watch uh, church services is on YouTube. There's still a way for you to share. Um, if you are kind of inquisitive, kind of click around and you might be able to share this message with somebody on the YouTube page. You know, it'll probably show up uh, on your, your Facebook Uh, feed in that regard. So anyway, I am fired up. I'm so excited. I've got 45 minutes on my clock um, because we are starting a little bit late. Um, I do want to give a few birthday shout outs. First and foremost to Jenny Reese, um, a beloved Faith Family Church member. We love you, Sister Jenny. And happy birthday to you. Today is the day, March 10th. Then on tomorrow, Pastor Tony one of our executive pastors, she's celebrating her birthday. And then also Tanya Russell on the same day, March 11th. And Annie Muhammad uh, is also on March the 11th. And then uh, Sister Deborah Clark is on March the 12th. Uh, Donna Hess was on March the 3rd. I mean, we've got a lot of March birthdays and we celebrate them all. We make a big deal out of birthdays. And we speak God's blessing over those whom we love and we celebrate you, praise God. All right, well, we're getting ready to dive in. Once again, please let me know that you're connected, that you were able to get on, and uh, we're gonna have a tremendous time in the Word of God tonight. All right, bow your head for a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this, another opportunity to meditate your Word. Your Word, oh God, is a lamp unto our feet. It is a light unto our path. and We ask you, Father, to shine the light of your word to us today by the Holy Spirit. Help us to see it. What you are trying to communicate to our heart, that we might be the better because of it. We're open to the operation of the gifts of the Spirit. Should you desire to flow or function that way in our midst? And also, we pray that the spirit of wisdom and revelation will flow freely and uninterrupted in our lives, in our hearts, in our minds. Uh, We come against every satanic and demonic force that would to try to hinder this word from penetrating our hearts and the hearts of all that would gain access to this. And then also, Father, we pray that the computer systems, our televisions, our cell phones will all work to the glory of God. Amen. Amen. Well, let's go ahead and dive into this teaching tonight. I believe with my heart this is going to be good. Open with me and your Bible to the book of Matthew chapter 16, and we're going to look at verse 13 through 20 in the New Living Translation. It says this, when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Well, they replied, Some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Then he asked them, but who do you say that I am? And Simon answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Verse 17, Jesus replied, you are blessed, Simon, son of John. You are blessed because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. Now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, whatever you bind or forbid on earth will be bound or forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit or loose on earth will be permitted or loosed in heaven. Then he sternly warned the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the messiah. So uh, we started a brand new series last week, and it's already uh, blessed my life. I'm excited about it. You and I are blessed by revelation knowledge. But when when I see verse 17, just before we get into this message, it says that you are blessed because my Father, which is in heaven, has revealed this to you. Essentially, he was saying you're blessed because of revelation knowledge. You didn't get this from a human being. Flesh and blood didn't didn't reveal this to you. We, we know, of course, his flesh and blood brother introduced him to Christ, said, hey, we found the Messiah. He could have been saying what he said on this night just simply out of head knowledge or what he had received from his brother. But no, at some point along the line, he must have gotten it from God. You didn't learn this from any human being. But he says, now I say unto you, you are Peter, which means rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church. What is the rock that Jesus was referring to when he said, you are Peter. And upon this rock, I'm going to build my church. Uh, I'm an architect by education. Of course, now my life is devoted wholly and entirely uh, to be in your pastor, one in spiritual authority, in the body of Christ, but I can remember in the school of architecture at Florida A&M University, when I had to study Roman architecture as a part of architectural history. With that came the study of all the great cathedrals that you see around the world. I'm reminded because I've heard this scripture since the time I was a, t- a child in church where Jesus said, you are Peter, which means rock, and upon this rock, I'm gonna build my church. I thought it very interesting because in studying one of the cathedrals that were built centuries and centuries ago, one of the great cathedrals, I think it's St. Peter's Cathedral, is actually built on top of his grave. Literally, his bones are in the foundation of that building. Well, I submit to you, when Jesus made this statement, Uh, that you are blessed because my heavenly father has given you this revelation. Uh, Your name is Peter, which means rock. And I'm going to build my church on you, Peter. I don't believe at all that Jesus meant to say that he's going to build his church on the apostle Peter. Actually, when you look at the word Peter, uh, when he said your name is Peter, which means rock, when you look at that word rock, It's from the Greek word Petros, P-E-T-R-O-S, which means a piece of rock, a piece of rock. Well, he says you're 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 Peter, which means a piece of rock. But on this rock, uh, the second word rock there comes from a Greek word Petra. And that word means a massive rock or a large rock or a large stone. Uh, Almost 30 years ago, I can remember first being taught that the rock upon which the church is built is revelation knowledge. I mean, from 30 years, you know, rewind my life. I can remember hearing Petros and Petra and the meaning that one means a a piece of a rock and the other means a massive rock. And that the, the teaching, the revelation that came forth through that teaching was that Jesus was going to build his church on this rock or on revelation knowledge. But I'm seeing here something in this study that's just making me jump up and down on the inside. Could it be even more so that the rock that Jesus is referring to is the blessing that comes by revelation knowledge the blessing that happens when God says something good to you that empowers you to prosper I mean listen carefully could it be that Jesus is saying I am going to build my church with the blessing I'm going to build my church with the spoken word I'm going to build my church by uh, saying something good over them or to them that's gonna enable them to prosper and to succeed. And that's how the body of Christ, the kingdom of God in the world will be built. That's just food for thought. Maybe we can get back into that deeper later. But let's look at a, uh, for a second time at our second text for this entire series, which is in Ephesians chapter one. I like to look at verse number uh, three through five. In verse number three, in the New Living Translation this time, it says, all praises to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ. Verse four, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. Obviously, we are the subject of these verses of Scripture. That all praises be to God, who God who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings, and we are united with Christ, and He loved us and chose us. Uh, God decided to adopt us and bring us with uh, to Himself through Jesus Christ. How many of y'all could see that He's talking about us in this verse? Well, the title the title of my bless uh, message tonight is "You." are blessed with all spiritual blessings. This is part two in a series that we're calling You Are Blessed. The title tonight is With All Spiritual Blessings. So it is my assignment tonight to show you from the Word of God what it means for us to be blessed with all spiritual blessings. Last week, we looked at Peter being blessed by revelation knowledge, and we gleaned from that that we can be blessed by revelation knowledge, but very specifically, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3 through 5, teach us that we have already been blessed, and we've not just been blessed, we have been blessed with all, say that out loud, all spiritual blessings. We've defined the act of blessing as when God or someone on behalf of God says something good to you or over you that enables you to succeed and empowers you to prosper. Speaking of last week, you know, we simply and powerfully learned that we are blessed by revelation knowledge, that every time we position ourselves to hear the word of God preached or taught the blessing is released. Let me ask you by show of hands. I know I can't see your hand, but since you're in this moment, were you blessed by Sunday Sunday's message? Oh, wow. You know, we, we've been studying on how to humble ourselves and and looking at the, you know, how do we identify pride in us? Well, every time we position ourselves to hear the word of God, Something good is being spoken to us that's enabling us to succeed. You know, we've got greater advantage right now in humbling ourselves. I don't know about what your week has been like, but I'm more acute to identifying pride in me than I was prior to this week uh, because of the message that came forth on Sunday so anytime God reveals something to you with it, with that revelation, comes blessing. You are blessed, as we taught, with. Somebody say it out loud, with. You are blessed with. It comes with revelation knowledge. Amen? Um, but we we, we we identified when you refer to blessing, in the past tense you've got to understand what that means uh when when peter jesus didn't say i bless you peter i'm gonna say something good right now that's going to enable you to succeed he used jesus used bless in the past tense to say you are already blessed He's confirming it. He went on to say some good things that enabled him even more so than he was, which means he was more blessed at that moment. But notice, he's referring to something that's already happened. And that's my focus for tonight, because I'm teaching you through this series about the Holy Spirit that you are blessed, not that you need to be blessed or that you're going to be blessed. The essence of what the Spirit of God is saying to us, church is that we are blessed. And specifically tonight, we are blessed past tense with all spiritual blessings. So let me give you that definition again. Maybe somebody can type it into the comments. Uh, If you don't get it exactly perfect, that's okay. It helps us as we read it. Blessed means that something good was said over you. Something good was said to you or about you, by God, or even someone on behalf of God, that enabled past tense. It enabled you to succeed and empowered past tense, you to prosper. So blessed means Means that something good was said over you, to you or about you by God or someone on behalf of God that enabled you to succeed and empowered you to prosper. The emphasis is, is that it's past tense. Somebody say that out loud. It's past tense. And that's what Ephesians one is talking about, is that you have already been blessed. Something good has already been said to you, over you or about you that has already enabled you and empowered you to prosper. We can shout on that right now. Amen. Peter was told that Jesus was the Christ by his flesh and blood brother. But when Jesus said you are blessed, flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you. I mean, think about it, his flesh and blood. I'm laughing because last week, you know, I introduced my brother to Jesus, you know, while well, I was using it as an illustration and he he sent me a text talking about, thank you for inter- introducing me to Jesus. But, but, but when we think back, Peter, it wasn't because his flesh and blood brother, I mean, yeah, his brother told him and we learned that John was preaching it to everybody. So it was publicly known. But somewhere along the line, at some point, while, Jesus, while Peter was watching and seeing uh, Jesus in action, at some point, God revealed directly to Peter that Jesus was the Christ. I mean, something down on the inside just went off. And it, it was God speaking. Have you ever been there where you're sitting in a mass in, in, in a group and, and the word of God is going forth, but you feel like God is speaking directly to you? All of us have. And we should take note because now it's not somebody else's revelation. God said to me, This is my year of elevation. Come on, be so bold to say that out loud. I'm giving you an opportunity. Say it out loud. 2021 shall be known to me as the year of elevation. For in this year, I will reach next levels in my life. Glory to God. Well, what's interesting, and and this came to me by the Holy Spirit. I I didn't have it already prepared in my mind. In other words, I I believe God gave me this uh, through the Holy Spirit. So uh, Jesus said he was blessed as a result of what was said. But did you know right after Jesus told him you are blessed, uh, turn with me to Matthew chapter 17. I I think it'd be better for you to read it. Oh, good to see uh, Brother Prophet. He's online tonight. God bless you, sir. Matthew chapter 17, verse 1 through 5, I'll read it. It says, now after, this is, we read, you are blessed because of revelation knowledge in Matthew 16. That chapter ends and this chapter begins, chapter 17. Listen to this. Now after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John excuse me john's brother and led them up to a high mountain by themselves he was transfigured before them his face shone like the sun his clothes became bright white as light and behold moses and elijah appeared to them talking with them then peter answered and said to jesus lord it is good for us to be here if you wish let me uh, let us make 3 tabernacles one for you one for moses one for elijah while he was still speaking behold a bright cloud as if it wasn't already bright enough a bright cloud overshadowed them and suddenly a voice came out of the cloud saying quote this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased hear him <laughs> Oh, you guys know I like to go there in scripture to imagine myself. I mean, think about this. You know, in Matthew chapter 16, if we're reading our chapters, right after he gets this great revelation or hears these great profound words, Peter takes Jesus aside and begins to rebuke him. Jesus turns to Peter and says to the devil, not, he was looking at Peter, but he was talking to the devil. And he said, uh, get thee behind me, Satan. You are, uh, you know, uh, a hindrance to me, so forth and so on. And then he told him after that how he's going to suffer three days and three nights and go on. And then six days later, they find themselves on the Mount of Transfiguration. (laughs) Jesus is like bright white, light, like, oh, my gosh, transfigured. They're seeing that it's Moses. How do you know that it's Moses? They're seeing Elijah. I mean, these guys lived probably hundreds and hundreds of years after Elijah. I mean, like, what did they have, a picture of Elijah? How did they know thousands of years after Moses, thousands of years after Elijah? Evidently, in the spirit, there's, there's a discerning in the spirit, and you'll know even as you're known. But Peter speaks up, and he's like, oh, Jesus, right in the middle while he's talking, it's good for us to be here. Let's make some pillars. You know, this is great. Oh, God bless Peter. And then, as if it wasn't light enough, a bright cloud comes in, a voice out of the cloud, and it's obviously God the Father, right? Because the voice said, this is my beloved son. Hear him. What am I saying to you? Again, Peter got this revelation from God directly and was blessed as a result. And God confirmed again another time directly to Peter that this is my son. Obviously, he is the Christ. All right. Thought you all would enjoy that. All right. So let's dig into our main focus for tonight, which is Ephesians chapter one, verse number three through five. Um. Verse three says this, blessed be the God and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, of course, that word blessing. And since we've been studying this, uh, everybody online who, like me, highly values the blessing. I mean, when we see anything, if if the blessing, the song comes on the radio, I mean, it's it's speaking volumes, right? When we hear preachers mention something about the blessing at the end of a service, when we're receiving the blessing, I mean. You know we we rivet in attention to the blessing. Well, I found it interesting because, for example, the psalmist said, "Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me; bless His holy name." Well, I, I believe in, if a definition and revelation works in one way, then it needs to work all the way across the board. So the question becomes: Can we? bless God can we bless God obviously I mean the psalmist was saying to himself you know bless the Lord Uh, I will bless him at all times his praise will continually be in my mouth well what does the word bless mean and let's see if it applies well for me to bless God I would have to say something to God or I would have to say something about God that enables him to succeed Well, for example, when I preach the gospel and I say good things, not bad things, but when I say good things about God and an unbeliever hears those good things, God is successful when that unbeliever gets saved, because that's what he wants, as a result of the good things that I have said. It enables God to succeed in that unbeliever's life. It enables God to prosper in that unbeliever's life. And as you study it, you can see the obvious application there. But I like how the New Living Translation, we read it earlier, instead of saying, blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus, as it says in the King James and the New King James, for the word blessed, the New Living says, all praises be to God. Isn't that good? Isn't it good to give God praise? Yeah. Yeah. And you enable God to succeed in your life when you praise him right in the midnight hour, right when things aren't going good. When you begin to praise him through the pain, when you praise him through the bad report, you enable God in you to do what he promised that, uh, promised you that he would do. Your praise speaking well of God. who glory. Uh, Brother Sherelle uh, just texts me the songs for this Sunday. Uh, and, and, and one of the songs I've been listening to lately through Maverick City music is called Yahweh. Well, when we sing praises to God and sing praises about God, we're saying that the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. And that enables God it empowers God to prosper in our lives. How many of you all are getting blessed by this today? Oh, good to see Nancy Dunn on. Man, she is like clockwork every Sunday through the whole pandemic. Amen. God bless you. God is going to say something good to you and about you that's going to enable you to succeed. All right, back to Ephesians chapter one. Calm down, Pastor Stan, and preach the lesson. All right, I'll do that. Ephesians chapter one And verse number three in the King James, he said, Blessed be God, all praises be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So I I, want to, I can demonstrate to you how I meditate scripture uh, how I was taught at Ramah and especially by Brother Keith Moore, um, every word is important. Not one word from God is void of power. Right. And so when you meditate a verse to get in a revelation and understanding, uh, Joshua one and eight. Uh, and I pray that you all will learn tonight what I'm doing with verse three. You can do with every scripture in the Bible and, and you'll be revelation. Knowledge will come to you as a result. And you know what happens. You know, you'll be blessed by revelation. But um, so, for example, this scripture is saying that God has blessed us. So when you meditate, this scripture is saying that we are all capitals, A-R-E, we are blessed. What does that mean? That word is past tense. It means we are already, come on somebody blessed. We are that that what now now work with me church. That means something good has already by God, right? Some God has already said something good to me, over me or about me, that has enabled me to succeed and prosper. You might say, well, when did he say something about me? That's my point for tonight. We're going to look through the word of God to see that we are blessed with all spiritual blessings. Let's keep going. Then the next thing to note is we are blessed, blessed in all capitals. So we looked at the fact that we are, which is past tense, but notice what are we? We are, and in all caps, blessed. Say it out loud. I am blessed with the emphasis on blessed. That means God has already spoken something good over us that has already enabled us and empowered us. My assignment tonight is to prove it through the scripture that he has already. In other words, I'm going to show you from the word of God when he said something good, what he said good about you that has enabled you to prosper and to succeed. Let's look at the next step. It says, God hath blessed us with all. Emphasis on with all. So we are blessed, but blessed with what? And he tells us specifically, we are blessed with all. W-I-T-H, all caps, A-L-L all caps and he's obviously talking about spiritual blessings this is important um some people have done some extensive studies when the bible says all what does it really mean (laughs) brother keith says he you know he did some really in-depth study and come to find out in in multiple languages and different concord i mean he he really did an intensive study and he came to find out that actually the word all means all (laughs) (laughs) he does a better job. You know, it's funny when he says it, but yeah, the word all means all. Uh, That's not really good. The word all means every, and some translation says that we are blessed with every spiritual blessing. Uh, One person says the word all means everything, and it leaves out nothing. So the emphasis is, listen, 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 this is so important. We are blessed with all that means in one sense we cannot be more blessed than we already are right now because the word all means all I mean I am already blessed with every spiritual blessing that anybody could ever be blessed with uh and you say well hold on now um, is that right uh, every thought needs to be examined through scripture um, in the book of Acts chapter 20 in verse 35 uh, somebody type Acts twenty thirty-five. you don't have to type the whole reference uh, the whole scripture but just put Acts twenty thirty-five in the comments um, and, and this might in your mind say that well no that contradicts the fact that I'm blessed with all spiritual blessings because of what it says in Acts 20, 20, 35. Listen at this. Paul said, I have shown you in every way by laboring this, that you must support the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Well, wait a minute now, Pastor Stan. You just said that we are blessed with all. All. You know, you went through all of that about all. I cannot, in in one sense, I cannot be more blessed than I am right now. Because according to Ephesians 1 and 3, I have been blessed with all spiritual blessings. All means every. There's no other kind of blessing that left. I've been blessed with them all. Watch this. Whoo, this gets so good tonight, church evidently there's something here because Jesus himself said I mean the words turn red if you've got a red letter bible Jesus himself said it's more blessed to give than to receive here's another verse of scripture in Malachi chapter 3 verse 11 for those of us that are tithers all the tithers what's up <laughs> in Malachi chapter 3 verse 11 we know that uh ooh, this is verse 10 i apologize malachi 3 10 it says bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house and prove me now herewith saith the lord of hosts if i will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive it And we know that God is a more than enough God, and there seems to be a more than enough in this verse. And it appears that the blessing upon the life of the tither is going to be a more than enough blessing. So is it true that I can be, uh, is it true that uh, I am blessed with all spiritual blessings? I can't, is it true that I can't be more blessed? But yet he said, when I bring my tithe, he's going to cause more blessing to be poured on my life. And that when I give, that it's more blessed to give. What's going on, Pastor Stan? Write this down if you're taking notes. There must be a difference between the spiritual blessings in heavenly places and them showing up and manifesting in earthly places. I'll say it one more time. There must be a difference between the spiritual blessings referred to in Ephesians 1 and 3 which are in heavenly places and them showing up or manifesting in earthly places. So, so that we're on the same page ephesians 1 3 is is very clear we're blessed with all spiritual blessings he distinguishes it and obviously acts chapter 20 verse 35 when you do something on earth he says that's more blessed and when you tithe there's a blessing that comes from heaven whoo glory to god down to earth now watch this Somebody say amen to that. Well, think about this. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, let's let's take the next step. Uh, Blessed be the God, the Father of Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all. The next big word to, to emphasize, capital, all caps, is spiritual. So he distinguishes we are blessed with all spiritual blessings now everything in the natural world was made from the spiritual world isn't that right and this will help us understand about being more blessed you know the car i drive uh, is is it's a nice vehicle runs well starts up every time one start (laughs) i don't know if you've ever had a car that didn't start on one start and, you know, maybe a lot of us, you know, got push button, you know, just boom, you know, it starts. um, Well, at the, I mean, the, the house we live in, really nice house, one of the best houses I've ever lived in. Amen. But um I, I believe that there are going to be nicer things that show up in our life as a manifestation of the blessing that's on our life, because come on, y'all help me now. The blessing of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow with it. And so the longer you live on this planet, the richer you will become because of the blessing of the Lord, which was first released in the realm of the spirit before it ever showed up in the realm of the natural. Listen, church, everything in the natural world Uh, was made from the spiritual world. Hebrews chapter 11, verse number three says, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Excuse me, the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Everything on this planet came out of the spirit realm. That means, whoo, help me, Holy Ghost. That means God said it in the spirit first, and then it showed up in the visible natural realm. The perfect example of this, you gonna say, well, how did this happen? What does this look like? I'm glad you asked. Genesis chapter one, verse three. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. Let me say that again. God, who is a spirit, John chapter four, verse 24. God is a spirit uh, and they that worship him must worship in the spirit of truth. God's a spiritual, God is a spirit being. In the realm of the spirit, which is more real than the physical world that we walk in. God in that world first said, light be. He said that. Those words came out of his mouth, the mouth of God spoke it and boom, physical light as we have it showed up, began to exist. So now, now plug this back in and and, and let this, you know, bounce around in your brain for a minute. God said something about you in the spirit. Before it ever should. <laughs> I look forward to we have our own building. I mean, manifest. I believe we already got it. December 13th, we, we had a groundbreaking ceremony. Praise God. So we're just waiting to move in. It'll happen any day now. So pay attention to the announcements. Glory to God. We'll be moving soon. <laughs> Woo! I'm telling you, I'm excited, church. I'm excited. Oh, man. Um he said something about you in the spirit. It was something good. it was about you, it was over you, and it has already empowered you and enabled you to prosper and to succeed. Let's keep going. so um, in Ephesians one and three in meditating. Blessed be God and the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual, next word, all caps, blessings, blessings uh, in heavenly places. Say it out loud. We are blessed with all spiritual, and then put emphasis, blessings. Now, obviously, that makes perfect sense. He blessed us with blessings but don't miss it. It wasn't, he blessed us with a blessing. Come on. He blessed us with blessings, plural. This is plural. Don't miss that. Meditation uh, will bring forth revelation. That means he didn't just say one good thing about you. He said multiple good things about you. And if God said it, then we ought to be able to see some evidences of it in the word of God. And oh my gosh, you're going to enjoy this message tonight. We know what it means to bless. It means to say something good over someone or to one or about someone that enables them to prosper. so God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings plural so he said something good uh, in the realm of the spirit in multiple ways that enable us enabled us. If this is correct, we should see evidences throughout the word of God, of God saying some good things to us about us that enable us, where God says something that empowers us to prosper. Well, uh, one of the best ways to study scripture is in context. So let's go from Ephesians chapter one to Ephesians chapter, uh, chapter one, verse three. Let's look at verse four. Verse 4 says, just as, now hold on, wait a minute. When you say just as, he's about to give you an example of what he just said. Just like, you know, uh, we did such and such, just like, just as, just like. So he blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heaven places, just as he chose us in him before the physical world, the foundation of the physical world ever was laid, that we should be holy, that we should be without blame before Him, having predestined us to adoption as sons. By Jesus Christ himself, according to the goodness of the pleasure of his will. I almost can't read that without shouting. Come on, somebody. That's good. Now, uh, to slow down and to teach it. What I submit to you is that God said some good things about us in the realm of the spirit. According to verse four, he said some things about us before the foundation of the world you might be online right now you might ask how is that even possible i wasn't even born until you know the 80s or 90s or 70s or 60s or 50s you know whenever 40s or 30s reverend mother's online she's in her 80s praise god come on well we were born in this time era the the earth is millions of years old how could God say something good about my life or to me how could he say something about me or to me and I wasn't even born yet I am so glad you asked that simple question and the word has answers did you know that this expression before the foundation of the world appears multiple times in scripture and I want to show you some examples of this And essentially tonight is very simple, very simple. We are learning from the word of God that we are already blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that God has already said some things about us that have enabled us to prosper and to succeed. Actually, if you go from chapter one into chapter two and you look at verse number 10, it says this, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Uh, Please somebody, if you would put Ephesians 2.10 that reference in the comments so other people can benefit from it. What does that say? In context, he went from one chapter to the next and he was like, I'm saying that you are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places because we are his workmanship. We're his handiwork. We were created in Christ Jesus for good works. The good works which God prepared for us beforehand beforehand what before the foundation of the world uh that we should walk in them check this out so when you look at ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10 to make sure that we're uh rightly dividing the scripture in the amplified of ephesians two ten, it says this for we are god's own handiwork his workmanship recreated in christ jesus born anew that we may do the good works which God predestined for us to do. In other words, God predestined me to pastor Faye Family Church in Houston, Texas. He predestined, he prearranged ahead of time for your path and my path to cross. He spoke it before it ever happened. He, we are recreated, we are predestined, we are planned beforehand uh, for us to take paths, which he prepared ahead of time. God's got a plan for your life. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you. They are thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a hope in the future. I have been mindful of you, saith God. Long before your father ever met your mother, I was thinking about you before the world was ever formed. And I predestined you that you are to live a good life. A good life, a good life, and, and until you're satisfied, the good life which He prearranged and made ready for us to live. Woo! Somebody shout hallelujah. Romans chapter 8 confirms this that God's been saying some good stuff about you for a long time, and once His word is spoken so shall it be his word will not return unto him void for whom verse 29 uh, write down Romans eight twenty-nine. for whom he foreknew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren so not only did Ephesians chapter 1 tell us That we were blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places and that he prepared this stuff beforehand and ahead of time and and that we were created. Romans 8 says that those of us whom he foreknew, again, forget this concept of your existence that began on the day in which you were born. And I'm going to prove that to you from the word of God to show you that you are blessed with all spiritual. You can't be more blessed than you already are in the spirit. You absolutely could experience more of the manifestation of that blessing on earth of which we are in pursuit of. I'm almost done. I know I'm out of time. Um, In first Peter chapter one and verse 20, I said to you that the word just as uh, we were chosen in him, Ephesians one and four, we were chosen in him before the foundation of the world. Look at and somebody write it down. First Peter chapter one and verse 20. It says this. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. First Peter chapter one, verse 20 is referring to Jesus, that Jesus was formed, uh, not formed. Jesus was foreordained before the foundation of the world. <clears throat> Jesus was foreordained the scripture we read in, in, in Ephesians 1 and Ephesians 2 indicate that we were chosen in Christ from before the world began so if he foreordained Jesus before the world or, or, or before the foundation of the world we too in him individually and specifically were foreordained before the foundation of the world. In John 17, 24. And I'm just giving you scripture after scripture to show you from the word of God. Everything starts in the spirit. God says some things about you before your father met your mother. He said some things about long before that. Before the foundation of the world. In John chapter 17, verse 24, Jesus is praying for us. He says, Father, I desire that they also, whom you gave me, be with me where I am. That they may behold my glory, which you have given me. For you loved me before the foundation of the world. He had a revelation of that. I pray, uh, Sister Jacqueline Hilton, I, I pray you get a revelation of this. As a matter of fact, all of us, every one of us, say it out loud right now. Father, you've loved me from before the foundation of the world. Glory to God. He loved me before the world he formed. My, my last uh, evidence is in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. God says to the prophet Jeremiah before I formed you in the womb I knew you. Before you were born I sanctified you. I ordained you. I ordered and orchestrated and ordered. I ordered your life. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. Glory to God. Glory to God. God is saying that to you tonight. before I formed you in your mother's womb you're not an accident you are fearfully and wonderfully made God is the most purposeful being in all of the universe you are not an accident your life is worth living he's got a good plan for your life he said some good things about you in the spirit, and as full expectation of those good things manifesting in the world around us. Did y'all get anything out of that tonight? Wow, oh man, there's an anointing here. Let me speak a word of blessing over you. May the good things, and I want you to hear this. May the good things that God has said about you in the spirit begin to show up in the natural may the spiritual blessings by which God has blessed you begin to manifest in this world all around you you are blessed of the Lord Faith Family Church In Jesus name. Amen. Just in case you're online right now and you don't know Jesus. You can receive him tonight. Just say this prayer. Mean it from your heart. And God will save you right where you sit. Say it out loud. Dear Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. I do believe. Like Peter. That Jesus Christ. That he is the son of God. That he died for me. bearing my sins for me. They put him in a grave, but I believe he's alive. Come into my heart. Save me right where I am. I repent of all my sins. I'm sorry, Lord. I receive your forgiveness. I make heaven my home and Jesus my Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we are celebrating you, all of us online, all over the country. We are so excited that you just gave your life to Jesus Christ. Let me encourage you. Get into a good word church, a good faith church, like Faith Family Church, and watch your life reach new levels of blessing, manifested increase in abundance, and prosperity, promotion, restoration. Good things are coming in your future well i love you guys faith family church man this is amazing don't forget this sunday is time change sunday now listen come to church um come to church right we're we're, we're back at work we're back at school back running our business why aren't we back at church come to church wear your mask you know we're still got cdc guidelines mother mary's at the door screening, you know, to make sure that you haven't had a a fever or not, you know, feeling uncomfortable, you haven't tested positive, so forth and so on. And come on and get your worship on. Uh, Brother Sherelle and the worship team, they'll be with a new set of songs this Sunday. Um, Set your alarm, you know. If work was at 10.30 on Sunday, irrespective of the time change, you'd be there, right? So be at church. We got room enough. We got extra chairs if we need to put them out. And uh, we've, uh, Sister Angela's been taking the children out, ministering to them uh, as the weather's gotten a little bit nicer. So, you know, bring your kids, you know, don't let, well, you know, the children haven't heard. I, I think some of us have been making some excuses that uh, don't, don't register well with the Lord. Um, if, if, you know, um, if, 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 if you need to be in church, you need to be gathered together. Amen. Amen. I've, I've gone months. I haven't put a lot of pressure on you all, um, but it, it's time for us to get back in Jesus' name. I love you all. Hey, hey, listen, next week, um, <laughs> I'm taking a break. It's spring break, okay? Actually, next Thursday, my dad is turning 75, so uh, we'll run up real quick, see them, and then come back uh, and be with you all. So, again, no Wednesday Night Live next week, and I'll see you later. Amen. God bless you. Have a good week.